This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. The sun is shining in the great state of Ohio, and Dwayne Long joins us. Dwayne, how goes it? All I can say to that is it's football season. I shouldn't have to say anything else. You don't have to. We are going to get going here. We're going to talk plenty about Ohio State, plenty about Ohio State, Oregon, Plenty about recruiting. First, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, you are not doing this correctly. Any one of your major providers, your Apple, your Stitcher, your Spotify, just go on there and sign up. That way, every time we post a podcast, it will populate on your phone. For example, we had our first Bucknuts Almost Live podcast over the weekend, our in-season pod. That would have showed up there. We had a Labor Day pod yesterday. That would have showed up there. You can also subscribe to the pod via YouTube. Just go to our YouTube page, Bucknuts 24-7 Sports, and subscribe. That is the best way to do it. You don't need to schedule anything. It just comes right to you. All right, Dwayne, it is Oregon week, and we are going to look ahead at the Ducks in just a minute here. But first, now that the week is complete, the rankings are set to come out today. Ohio State will be ranked number three behind number one, Alabama, and number two, Georgia. Do you think that ranking is accurate? And once you got a chance to see the rest of college football after Ohio State got the Thursday night spotlight, how do you think they fit in? Well, I think, I think that those, those rankings are fair, but I think you could flop Ohio State and Georgia. It really comes down to this. Is Ohio State's defense better than Georgia's offense? As we saw, uh, wow, Georgia's defense just – chewed Clemson up, uh, just overwhelmed them. Uh, quarterback couldn't, couldn't do anything. They've got no running attack. Clemson right now, I, wow. What, what can you say about Clemson after watching that debacle? They are not, they don't have any running attack. They're not even trying to run the football. Uh, I don't know where the quarterback's got to go to receiver. They could Think they've got uh, Boston College came out real strong this this uh, season so far. They've got Boston College. Uh, that could be a problem game for them. Uh, we'll see what happens. They don't play, play Notre Dame this year. That's one place where they lucked out. Um, Clemson is not a very good football team right now, and I don't know if they've got the horses to to do it. Their offensive line. Think about what Ohio State did to that offensive line in a playoff game last year. Well, uh, <laughs> then 
right off the bat, they they come in and and Georgia beats them up as bad, if not worse. So that offensive line is really in trouble. Uh, Clemson is not a very good football team. Getting back to the top three, I think that it's it's Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia could be two uh, A and two B. And then the field, I'm not seeing anybody else out there. Those three have separated themselves from what I can see um, from the rest of college football right now. Throw Oklahoma in there at number four. That would be that would be my number four. Definitely not Clemson. Yeah, I watched Oklahoma for a while. And if Tulane can stand in the ring with you and trade punches until the 12th round, I've got to see you beat a fighter better than that before I hop on the bandwagon. And Oklahoma's got a little bit of a counterfeit vibe to me. The Ohio State thing's interesting to me, and I get that they have the national spotlight and that Minnesota is not traditionally one of the programs that has a lot of juice. But after watching the games, I thought Minnesota was actually pretty good. Their offensive line was a veteran offensive line, like I said. We talked about going into the game, the most experienced offensive line in college football. Their running back, Mo Ibrahim, until he blew his Achilles out, is a national caliber running back, is a pro. I hope that his injury didn't affect that. And they have a quarterback that's older than some people on Ohio State's staff. Not to mention it was on the road, at night, in the rain. The Buckeyes played without their center and their top two cornerbacks. It was their quarterback's first ever start. And they scored 45 points. Georgia, the defense was tremendous. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. What would the front row be like if Ohio State didn't score an offensive touchdown in a game? JT Daniels doesn't look like the Messiah to me. I just don't get that as much. I understand the quality of W, that it's Clemson. I don't think there's any question Alabama is the number one team and on their own tier. I said on the weekend podcast, it's Ohio State, Alabama, and everybody else. What I probably should have said was it's Alabama, Ohio State, and then everybody else. So I think Ohio State's on the number two tier all by their lonesome right now. I don't buy Georgia, but – We shall see. Ohio State welcomes the Ducks to town this weekend. Oregon, not an impressive performance, by the way, over the weekend. They were in a dogfight with Fresno State. And you can make a very strong argument that the Bulldogs gave that game away late. Oregon also suffered an injury. Their best player, Kayvon Thibodeau, thought by many to be the number one prospect in college football and will be the number one pick in the draft defensive end. Got hurt in the first half, came back as listed as day today. Their quarterback, Anthony Brown of Boston College fame, was not impressive. Your biggest concerns as the Ducks come calling for a 12 noon game, East Coast time, mind you, that's 9 a.m. Pacific. I don't have a lot of, con- I've got, I don't have the concern that other people seem to have about this game. Yeah, they've become a team that uh, is, and everybody's got them in their, in their head now about best teams in, in, in the country in any particular year. Uh, but I don't see what what uh, as you said they they uh, Fresno State uh, took them to the twelfth round. So I, I don't know how we can get all excited about this. And Thibodeau, I don't care what anybody says. This guy cannot be one hundred percent. He's going to play. I, that's just crazy to think he's not going to play in this game, biggest game of his life. He's going to play. Uh, but. I just don't know if he's going to be uh, 100%, and I'm not really worried about it anyway. I just think that this is a, a bit of an overhyped game. Maybe we're still we're still young, 
at, at quarterback. We still got to get the, some things ironed out with uh, Stroud. You know, there, there, he missed some balls he shouldn't have missed. Let's just be honest. Um, he, there's some beautiful throws that he made in this game, uh, but still, there were, there were ones that he missed he should have hit. I, I think we could just actually take the ball and run right at him. Just beat him up with all those backs. You know, uh, make them make them chase Travion Henderson and and uh, and Mayan around, and then uh, hit him with the power right up the middle with uh, with Teague. Just beat him up and wear him down, and uh, and you know, just go home with the W. If you have concerns about Ohio State's personnel heading into this game, where would it be? There isn't really any. The one thing I would say is the decisions being made about who's going to the running back who's going to who's going to be the man i mean we i was i was talking to uh, several guys we've been talking about it ever since the, the game ended that you know mayan williams was the uh, was the first guy on the field but mayan williams had uh, just a few more carries than um than uh, teague did and um henderson well if you add up the other running backs on this team they had more combined carries than mayan williams did so don't tell me we've settled on the number one back and maybe that's a good thing maybe when you look at that the distribution of carries we're seeing a coaching staff that's that's uh you know still determining a pecking order They're, they haven't decided yet we'll see about that it's running back by committee just for you know a few games let's see what's going on here and uh, i also think really the core of the matter is everyone talks about what a great guy Master Teague is, and he's worked so hard. And I don't think the staff just wants to take the job away from him. Let's see it. Let's see it happen on a field. Just, you know, he's these other guys are better than you. And and not just take the carries away from the guy. I got a text before halftime asking me, it may have been my son expressing a little bit of concern. And I said, once 32 gets in the game, the offense will be fire emoji. And fire emoji it was. I feel like the top's going to come off the defense every time the guy's in there. So he needs to get carries. I am not one who usually likes a committee running back approach. I think you need to have a bell cow. The more I think about it, though, I think in this case, Mayan Williams, one series, Travion Henderson, the next, might be the way you have to do it. I just don't think you can keep Henderson off the field, and I don't think you can keep Mayan Williams off the field. He's too good. So obviously this is a first-world issue. But I don't see Teague getting many carries. I would like to see Teague as like a late in the third quarter hammer. And when they're up three touchdowns, they just put him in there to kind of seal the deal. As far as Kayvon Thibodeau, I was somewhat hoping he'd be healthy so that Nicholas petit Frere could take him on full strength and boost his draft stock to where you and I think it should be. But a limited Kayvon Thibodeau, I think Nicholas petit Frere will handle him, though it will be John just by the fact that Thibodeau is, is uh, limping. I think it will help Nicholas petit Frere on the national scene. Gonna take a quick break, come back and talk recruiting. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Dwayne, we are back. Ohio State offered its sixth running back in the class of 2023. 
Floridian Cedric Baxter Jr. out of Orlando Edgewater. Trayon Webb was the apple of their eye for a while. He's committed to Oklahoma. It does appear now the top of their board is Richard Young. How would you compare Cedric Baxter Jr. to Richard Young? Uh, I would not. They don't belong in the same conversation. I have to say, I'm a little surprised at this offer. I I looked at him. I, I ran the film uh, several times just to see, you know, what try to pick up what, what they're seeing in him. I mean, I, I just can't see that they're in the same category. I believe Richard Young is one of the top two or three backs in a country. He's special. Five star for sure. And I... I especially don't see this kid as an early offer. So I don't know. It's, it's out there. I wonder if it's committable. We'll see what's going to happen. I just know you can't compare these two. You can't. Speaking of committable, there's been some discussion whether Emil Wagner, offensive lineman class of 2022 from Wayne and Huber Heights outside Dayton, has a committable offer. Crystal balls have rolled, though. Bill Curlick flipped his crystal ball from Ohio State to Kentucky. Josh Edwards, who covers Kentucky for 24-7 sports, not only put a crystal ball in for Emil Wagner to go to Kentucky, but he put it in with a confidence of eight, which means he probably has a source. One thing to note, Ahmad Wagner, Emil's older brother, also a Wayne graduate, started playing basketball at Iowa, transferred and finished as a tight end at Kentucky. He was with Chicago's practice squad for a bit, but our word is he's going to be hired on as a graduate assistant on Kentucky staff. That seems to grease the skids for Wagner even further. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, when you add it all up, uh, he's got a non-committable. We know that. And then you throw his brother uh, as a grad, and he's coming back as a uh, uh, as a grad assistant. I just don't know how you can not pencil him in. You know, if, if we had a committable offer, it may be different. I mean, it, probably his brother would be telling him, man, you got a chance to go to Ohio State. But it's not there. We don't know when it's going to come. It, it just makes sense that he's going to go to Kentucky. And it is ironic because his brother was not a football player until his senior year of high school at Wayne and then was first team all state at receiver. And Ohio State took a look at him and he was holding out to see if Ohio State would offer for football. They didn't. So he went to Iowa to play basketball instead. And the rest is history. Much like this show. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Series on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.